I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash I don't work here, lady, where people confuse others as employees. And in this episode, Karens are getting arrested left and right for being silly guys and refusing to take no for an answer. Guys, I hope you enjoy today's stories. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, you can send or link your post to this email right here. Let's dive in. So this happened several years ago, but it still stays in my memory as my best last day on the job ever. I was a department manager at a major toy store that went out of business in the early 90s. The customers were horrible and I was really starting to hate the job. I was trying to decide to stay or to go and if I left, what to do next. I decided to join the military and I had several months before I was due to report. I decided to work just before the holidays and then enjoy a nice holiday season with my family. With that said, we had one customer who was a real nasty witch. She routinely brought our teenage employees to tears, but the store manager would not allow us to trespass her. We appealed to corporate and they stated that she could only be trespassed and banned if she assaulted someone, not just scream at them and make them cry. So my last day finally arrives, and we're shorthanded. I end up staying late when the store manager failed to show up on time to relieve me. To say that I was pissed was a major understatement. So the guy finally shows up four hours later. That's when I clocked out and I head for the door. I was still wearing my store shirt, and I turned the corner and there she was, the customer from hell. She had cornered our sweetest teenager cashier, Katie, and made her cry. And at that, I was done. I yelled at her to get the hell away from her. Now, of course, the nasty witch spins on me, and she stomps towards me, yelling, who the hell do I think I am? I told her I was tired of her, and she was going to have to leave the kids who work in the store alone, that she needed to pick on someone her own size. We end up nose to nose, yelling at each other. I just went off. I told her everything I always wanted to say to a customer. Now honestly, I don't know how long I was yelling at her, but I did it. I got her so mad that she shoved me and then went to punch me. I blocked the punch and took her to the ground. That's when I told Katie to call the police. And after they viewed the video and saw that she had assaulted me, she was finally trespassed and banned from the store. I told police that I wanted to press charges. And at this point, all the employees were at the front of the store watching her get hauled out in cuffs, being let out by the police. I then yelled over the loudspeaker that she's finally formally trespassed, and she yelled back that she was calling corporate and she would get me fired. The last thing she heard as she went out the front door was me yelling, good luck with that, I don't work here lady. When I came to pick up my check, the employees told me that was awesome to watch. Guys, OP was the hero those employees needed that day. OP did what employees only ever dream about doing, and that's giving nasty Karens a taste of their own medicine. And honestly, I can't believe it took her trying to attack someone to finally have her trespassed and banned from the store. That's bad management right there, guys. Letting her continue to abuse staff members on a regular basis. And while we're on the topic of trespassers, listen to this one. 
so I've been meaning to write up this story since I found this up. But anyway, here it is now. I remember the confrontation pretty much verbatim, as I've told it to everyone in real life who will listen to it so often. So here's a little bit about me. I worked in retail for many years and totally have that helpful bend-over-backwards mentality. I also don't have a confrontational bone in my body, to my downfall in this case. The scene setting is my house. It's pretty big, with the main floor laid out in ranch style. Carport with the door, to family room, to kitchen, to dining, to living room with the main door, to the bedroom and bathroom with the door to the backyard. The door to the family room is typically unlocked so I don't lock myself out while taking out the dog, having a cigarette, kids coming in after school, etc. Also, sometimes family members and friends pop over, and I tell them to just come on in, so the knocking doesn't upset the dog. With that said, the house was still decorated from my kid's birthday party that weekend, including a come on in sign with Star Wars stuff drawn on it pointing to the family room door under the carport. On this particular day, I had gone out the bathroom door to let the dog do his business, and then laid on my bed to mess around on the iPad with said doggo joining me. My phone was on the couch on the other side of the house. After a few moments, I hear an aggressive hello from the other side of the house. I thought that might be my aunt, although her hello is more sing-songy and sweet. So I walk over to see who it was, and when I got to the kitchen, I could see some random lady standing in the family room. I stopped dead in my tracks at first, and then moved towards her because I thought she might have been kidnapped or something, and she came to me for help. I'll be me, and she'll be H.I. for Home Invader. I say to her, are you okay? The woman says to me, I've literally been standing in your house for 10 minutes. I have an 11.30 appointment, where were you? I respond, appointment? This is my house. She then says, oh, so you're the doctor. Now this is a very unprofessional waiting room, let alone a medical office. Why don't you have a receptionist? At that I say, no, this is my house. I'm not a doctor. Where are you trying to go? The woman replies, oh, so you are the receptionist. At this point, I'm moving past her to open the door so she can see herself out. I say to her, we've got a huge misunderstanding here. This isn't a doctor's office. Where are you trying to go? Because this is 207 blah blah street. At this point, my dog hears the door and he scampers over. And the woman says to me, seriously, a dog? Is this a personal side of the office or what? There was a sign right outside that said entrance. And the lady on the phone said it's 207 blah 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 street. She then checks the paper with the appointment information and she says, Oh my goodness, it says 702. At this point, I say to her, Bye now. And the woman mutters, See, your sign even says entrance. It turns out there is a chiropractor's office at 702 blah blah street. I'm surprised this hasn't happened since. And yes, I did take down that come on in Star Wars sign the second she got in her car. Honestly guys, I expected that to end with cops called or something, or for her to go completely bonkers. Like for that woman to realize her little mistake and leave, I am absolutely shocked. Personally, I definitely wouldn't have entertained that woman for more than a few seconds. I would have been like, lady, get out of my house. Those would have been the first words out of my mouth. This person comments, this reminds me of a story of my own. This happened a little while ago. I was outside a bar waiting for my boyfriend to pick me up. 
he was driving my car, and I see this girl stumbling out of the bar heading towards the road. At the same time, I see my car pull up and head towards it, but quickly stop, because this girl opens the passenger door of my car and she gets in. My poor boyfriend is so confused, he's just staring at me through the windshield like, what the F do I do? And he tells her that this is not her Uber and that he's picking up his girlfriend. The girl is adamant, however, saying that this definitely is her Uber because, you know, she ordered one and this had to be it. By this point, I'm standing at the passenger side door telling her that she's in the wrong car. But she's refusing to get out and she's screaming at my boyfriend to take her home or she'll call the cops. People are starting to come out of the bar and they're watching the scene unfold. I'm at my wit's end because she's making a scene and she's telling me to go get your own Uber. And my boyfriend's yelling at her to get out. Finally, her actual Uber rocks up and she gets the notification and she awkwardly stumbles out of my car. No apology or anything and they drive away. To this day, I still find it so bizarre and hilarious. Okay, so I just want to say that in both of these instances, thank goodness that those women didn't encounter serial killers or kidnappers thinking, oh, easy prey. And it's happened before, guys. But that's just me listening to way too many true crime podcasts lately. And this person seems to have the same thoughts. They say, honestly, Ted Bundy would be delighted at this trend of moronic young women eagerly jumping into strange cars, despite being told repeatedly that they're mistaken and to get out. He would be overrun with eager victims. First off, I'm so glad that I finally found something to tell all my weird, strange, and totally crazy stories on. I love it here. Okay, so on to the story. I live in a mobile home on a property that's been passed down for generations. It belonged to my great-grandma, my grandma, and now my mama. So if something were to happen to my mama, the land would go to my brother and I. Since he already has a house with one of my favorite sister-in-laws, the land and house would belong to me. So me and my parents were talking one day, and I mentioned how I was craving some peaches. That's when Mama said that's something she's wanted to get for a while, some peach trees. So I get all excited, and I went to the co-op. Now if you don't know what a co-op is, it's a place where you can get gardening tools, seeds, trees, plants, fishing gear, etc. It's like a mall for country folks. So I get to the co-op, find the peach trees, call mama, give her the price, and told her that there are some plum trees available as well. So I get one plum tree and one peach tree. I get home, and my dad asked if I could plant them, because he had to go take a family friend to therapy. Now that's fine enough. I grew up being a tomboy, so I know what I'm doing. So I come out of the house in my messy clothes, my gloves, and whatever else I need. Now, I already had the stuff laid out in the yard, and I knew where I was planting them and all. But something in my guts and spirit was throwing me off. You ever get the feeling that you're being watched? Yeah, I had that feeling. So I look up, and it's a white car driving by mighty slow. And I'm thinking, okay, what's not about to happen is my big ass getting kidnapped in broad daylight. No ma'am, no ham, no turkey, no bacon, not today. For a female, I do know how to take care of myself. The white car turns around and makes another slow drive by, and that's when I go inside the house and get my knife that I keep for protection and stick it in my pocket. Now I should note that there's two entrances in our yard that's connected, so it's like you come in one entrance and you go out the other. I come back outside and this same car came back and it pulled into our yard and went out the other way. And at this point, I am creeped out, so I grab my phone and put 911 on speed dial. 
I've lived in this neighborhood my whole life, but I'm a homebody. I don't like going out that much. So after I put the phone on speed dial, I put it right next to me on my small table and get started digging my holes for trees. As soon as I'm done digging, I grab the plant food and the trees. I fix them up nice and straight and put the dirt back over. Not even five minutes of me starting, the same damn car is driving by again. But this time, it came into the yard and it stopped. Some tall, lanky guy steps out and says, How much? I say to him, uh... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What? How much did you charge to do this? I like the work you did. I'm looking for someone to do a job like this. So I'm looking at him all confused and say, I'm sorry, sir, but I don't do this for work. I'm just planting in the yard. The guy gives me a side eye and says, how do you not do this for work? Clearly the owner of the house paid you to do it. Just give me an estimate. A man like you can do the work. At this point, I'm thinking, okay, I know I'm a damn tomboy, but how the hell do you mistake a female with big breasts, thick thighs for a man? So I just look at him all mad and say, one, I'm not a damn man. Two, I don't do this for work. And three, this is my house and you're trespassing. Did you see the no trespassing sign on the tree by the entrance? So now he's got this, I don't want to hear no excuse attitude. And he says, look man, I just want a damn estimate. It's not that hard to do. Just come up with a price to do the yard work and do it for me. At this point, I remembered I had my phone on speed dial, so I told him to either leave willingly or the police will be called. The whole time, I already pressed dial. Now this fool really stood there for a second, completely stepped out of the car and stood next to it and said, no. He then said to me that someone was going to hear about how I, who to him is still a man, won't give him service. And then he asked the stupid question, where's my van or truck with the company name? And yep, my level of pissativity is going higher. I'm giving the 911 operator my address. And when he said that, I screamed out, Get your ass off my property or I'll have you arrested. Mind you, I have my other hand in my pocket with my finger on the button of my knife if he tries something. The whole time, the guy's still standing there arguing with me. A few minutes go by and the police show up. And it just so happens to be a cop that I've known since I was a kid. As soon as he stepped out and asked what happened, I couldn't get a word out before this maniac went ape crazy about how I, an employee to a gardening company, cursed at him, which is true. And I threatened him, which is also true, and that I assaulted him, which is completely false. The chief looked at me and the house and then back at me and said, Baby girl, is that you? 
I looked at him, took off my gardening hat, showing my high afro puff, put my glasses on and said, Yep, it's me, chief. And the dude's jaw dropped. He then looked me up and down and the chief said, She lives here in this house. I know her and her family very well. She doesn't work for a gardening company. You've been warned to leave the property because it's private property and you refused. So now I have to arrest you. And you'd better be glad she didn't assault you like you claim she did because for one, with this being their property, they have the right to defend themselves on this property if you're on it. And two, this girl grew up watching wrestling and she wrestled with my boys. She would kick your ass. Meanwhile, I'm just standing there with a big ass grin on my face. When the chief was leaving, my dad pulls up and asks what happened. I told him the whole story, and he pressed charges because the guy was on our property. Oh, and now we have fresh peaches and plums that are oh so sweet on this property. Now that was a wonderful tale, guys. And seriously, what is so difficult about understanding the words, I'm not a man, this is my home, please leave or I'll call the cops. And I love the cops' response to the guy's lie. She assaulted you? Uh, yeah, right. If she did assault you, your ass would be kicked. So here's a little background before I start. I used to work for a popular makeup store where the employees all wear black. My manager would send me and another coworker to other stores to help out with things like training, inventory, and organization because we were good at it. Now this one particular location hadn't set planograms for over 8 months and was just keeping new product in the back room in boxes. Now if you don't know what a planogram is, it's the layout of the shelves, hooks, and product and this was a big job for us. Essentially the whole store was out of date and we had to reset the whole thing. Mostly, we would go out there after close or super early in the morning and work until people came to the store or they opened. It was about an hour drive for us, but we didn't mind because it was good money. The staff there told us to just come in comfy street clothes so we could focus and get the job done. One day, they asked us to come early, and I showed up in some gray sweatpants and an anime t-shirt and started working right away. Close to closing, there was a huge line up front. It was an all-hands-on-deck situation, and a nice lady came up to me and asked my opinion on a moisturizer. I had no issues helping her as she was being nice, and she even apologized after noticing my sweatpants. I even walked her up to the register line and started walking away, when I heard the sound of an angry Karen. Karen says to me, Excuse me, but why aren't you on the registers too? Get on one and help out. I replied, Oh, I'm sorry, I don't work here. I then tried to explain, but she wasn't having it. Karen says, I just saw you stocking shelves for the last half hour. Get up there and help right now, I'm running late. Again, I say to her, I'm sorry, but I really don't have the ability to run registers even if I wanted to. I, at this point, she cuts me off and says, Stop lying, just run the registers. Now, of course, I wasn't lying. The issue was I was not trained, nor did I have the credentials to run registers at the store. I realized I was getting nowhere, and I just shrugged and walked back to my project. And I'm assuming the woman would soon be gone, right? Wrong. Soon, I see the familiar soccer mom haircut bounding its way to me with the manager in tow. And Karen screams, Her! She's refusing to work. And what kind of company is this that allows employees to wear sweatpants when working? Me and the manager exchanged looks, and both of us had had enough of it. The manager says, Ma'am, that's a member of the project team. She doesn't work here. This enraged Karen even more, and Karen says, Project team? I don't see how sitting on your lazy ass is a project. I want to talk to your manager. Pointing at me. 
At this point, I realize that this wasn't going to end anytime soon, so I just stand up. The manager says, okay, go right ahead. If you want to make the drive to this city that's an hour away, be my guest. Karen says, no, I want to speak with them right now. The manager says, well, she's not here. Can I take a message? At this point, the store was closed and she was making a racket so other customers were sticking around to see how it ended. The manager tells her again, Ma'am, I'm sorry, the store is closed. If you'd like, I can give you the corporate number and you can bring it up there. Karen says, No, I want to take care of this right now. This stupid bitch is making me late. The manager tells her, Ma'am, if you don't leave, I'm going to call the authorities and have you charged for trespassing. Karen says, go right ahead, I'm already late, I'll wait all night. The manager runs away to go call the cops. Now my coworker must have either seen this or taken her headphones out long enough to hear some commotion, because she comes over too and says, what's going on here? Karen says, finally, your manager. My coworker clearly hadn't heard what happened because she gave me a confused look. My coworker says, what? Oh, sorry, uh, we actually don't work here, we're on the project team. Now, I don't know if that was the last straw for Karen, or maybe she realized the police were at the door because she sank to the ground and she starts throwing a tantrum. I just walked away and let them carry her out. She got a warning, and she was told to never come back to that location, and me and my coworker decided that it's probably best to avoid going to the store when there's people in it. Silly, silly Karen. Guys, I'm always amazed how some people don't see that yelling at employees is just a waste of breath. Like the time they spend yelling at someone, they could have stood in line quietly. And congratulations, Karen. Now you get nothing. I've been lurking here for a really long time and realized that this story is kind of relevant. It's funny nonetheless. So when I was 22 years old, I moved to Las Vegas for college and to escape my dysfunctional family. Every so often, my friends would come visit and we would go to the strip. One such friend would come every few months to gamble, like a lot, so the dealers would quickly get to know him. He's also a naturally friendly and talkative guy. He can talk to anyone for hours about anything. He's also a very affectionate person, so some people can confuse that with flirting. The night before I met up with him, he was gambling at a craps table. Some working girls, aka hookers, were being flirty and friendly with him because they saw he was spending and winning a lot of money. He didn't realize what was going on because he was just being his chatty, friendly self. Security recognized these girls and noticed what's going on, so they were trespassed from the hotel, which happens all the time in Vegas. So the night I meet up with him, of course I pulled out all the stops, a sexy dress, knee-high boots, all made up, etc., Going to the strip was a fun excuse to get all dolled up. So we were drinking, bar hopping, and then he wanted to hit the craps table. I can't remember if he went to the same dealer or same section, but he was doing his thing and I was hanging all over him being my drunk self. Security was apparently watching us and I raised some red flags. They then came over to me and start pulling at my arms and telling me that I'm not allowed in the casino. They thought I was a hooker. My friend assured them that we were friends from back home and they went on their way. We still laugh about it to this day because I never would have thought that I'd look like a working girl. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's crazy stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash entitled people episode. 
where OP's idiot neighbor keeps trespassing and dares OP to do something, and it doesn't end well. Go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.